ticket away from home is usually something that we would see as amazing, a chance to get away and relax. But what if home becomes unsafe and you are now given two options, to stay and suffer the consequences or upend the life you once knew for the chance to continue your education? Unfortunately, these are the options that many people face, and in this episode of podcast, we will be diving into the lives of Ukrainian students and citizens who have fled for a new beginning in Prague in the hopes to survive and thrive in their education. Russia has been waging a low-level war against Ukraine since 2014, but it wasn't until February 24th of this year when the conflict became a conflagration, sending millions of Ukrainian refugees to seek sanctuary abroad. Many of those who were unable to flee became subject to forced displacement with the notion of nothing being guaranteed. We will be hearing from those impacted by the crisis, one of them being our very own team member, Oleg. Stay tuned to hear about moments cherished, nostalgic items that have helped with adapting, and how life in Prague has been treating them. So sit back and enjoy the rest. I'm Stephanie Corley. And I'm Fiona McKenna. And, and this, this is Progcast. From worrying about whether his next soccer match would be a success to where the next place he would call home would be, Ole himself left his hometown of Yviv for Germany at the beginning of the war and didn't know where this new journey would lead him. He sat down with Progcast El Lu to discuss how life before the war was, along for his love of soccer. My name is Oleg. Uh, I am 18 years old and I am from West Ukraine, Lviv. I moved out from Ukraine in March because of the war and while I was still uh, not 18, I could move out. And I was living six, month in Ger- six months in Germany. And then I got the invitation from NYU to study here for one, for one year. So that's how I ended up here in Prague. And what were your first few weeks like here? What was the transition like? It was cool. All professors and all other academic staff really helped. They showed us everything. Uh, all the restaurants, how is it going with the study here? And also, you know, here professors pay much more attention than in Ukraine. It's quite a big problem in Ukraine because uh, in the post-communist countries, we, like, the activities in the university is quite not appreciated. So it's cool, it's cool, it's really cool here because I consider myself as, a, as an active person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you leave your hometown it was uh, 18th March, March, as I remember. I, I, it was like one month left till my being 18. And after 18, I, people already don't have a chance to move out. Males, yeah. Uh, so I decided we need to try it. Lived six months in Germany in the do- like dorm for refugees. It was not really comfortable, but still, it's better than nothing. It was super uncomfortable, uh, firstly because it was cold, and second, and secondly because it was then and during the summer too hot. But you know, people can adapt to everything. And did you go to Germany with anyone you knew, or was it just? No, I was just. It was just me. Yeah, my some of my relatives ended up in Belgium, some in Spain, but I alone in Germany. Yeah. While uh, living in Germany for six months, I learned German fluently. So I can now speak also German. 
So I, it was always job uh, courses of German and university. So I really had things to do and didn't have a time to be upset. Do you ever find that there are times where you do feel upset? Yeah, of course, when I start reading news, because, you know, it's always bad, 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 bad. And also my father is somewhere on the front line. I don't, um, I don't know where, but still we, uh, we manage to contact each other not really often. So, of course, sometimes you, can, you cannot stop thinking about it. That was Ole speaking to Elle about where this abrupt journey has brought him. Although the Ukrainian port city of Odessa hasn't yet been a major target for the war, people within the town were still very much affected. 17-year-old Sofia Skarpita is one of them. Given the opportunity to study at NYU's Prague site, Skarpita was able to continue to indulge in her interests such as film, language, and journalism. We discussed the main differences that she notices between Czech and Ukrainian culture and how being a student amongst everything that is going on has taken a toll on her. I don't feel like there's too many like differences about Ukrainian and Czech culture. But I actually had to adapt more to usual peaceful life, I would say. Like all the loud noises, all the planes flying. It was uh, hard for like the first months, I would say. And also like they have this siren every first Wednesday of the month. And I was really shocked like the first uh, month because I was like, what is going on? I, <laughs> I'm used to hearing this sound, but in a dangerous context, so... The Czech culture in general, it's it's not too different. I would only say that the food is really different, and I don't like it, and I miss Ukrainian food a lot. So, um, I guess what are the biggest differences that you've experienced not only at NYU Prague, but just kind of like in the Czech Republic in general? Um, I would say uh, th- one of the biggest differences is how a very little amount of people actually speaks my native language. It's mostly like English, I would say, then Czech language, then Russian, and then uh, rarely I would hear Ukrainian. And uh, yeah, that that is it. And I'm not used to this uh, amount of uh, international students. So it was a kind of a cultural shock for me that there's so many like people from all around the world. But n- not like I haven't seen them before, but it's the amount of them is shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are the main positive and negative uh, things that you've seen during your time here? The positive things, I would say, like the experience in NYU Prague is really positive for me. As um, I, I like the people here, how they treat us. Uh, they are really, I don't know, they're really nice to us. And also like the trips are really good. I get to know like Czech culture a little Again, it's not that different, but still, <laughs> it's nice. And But negative, I didn't feel 
too much negative uh, feelings in here. I didn't have any really negative experiences. Only like sometimes I would meet like Russian people and they would be kind of aggressive when, when like understanding that I'm Ukrainian, but most of the time they don't. They just think I'm Czech for some reason. So so how stressful would you say has it been continuing your educational pursuits while dealing with all of this? It is from time to time more stressful than in other times because when sitting at the lesson or doing homework and suddenly like getting the messages about that the stuff is getting worse or like my hometown where my parents are is the rockets are flying there and I'm just it's hard to focus after hearing such news but yeah and it's also like sometimes in those days I would feel like the only thing I want to talk about is actually spreading the awareness about the war or about our culture and not like many people actually want to hear about this so what we would do we would organize this event which just it, it was not only for like the students to find out more but also for us to finally talk about this as we wanted to for like months and you answer this a little bit but if you were to go more in depth with it like what would you like more people to know about in regards to what's happening in ukraine we wanted to just uh bring the attention back to it to the war because it was kind of lost because for how long it's been going on like half a year even more and also like show the Ukraine outside the war like we have like for example this digital ID that works everywhere and we're like the first country to have it so we wanted to share this with people or like WhatsApp was made by Ukrainian or Grammarly and some things that are in your day-to-day life and you don't know who stands behind that so this one we wanted to share Mm -hmm. and do you think more of the NYU community should be invested and if so how would you like them to show that I think the NYU community is pretty invested in this. They're always like uh, sharing some Ukrainian events in Prague with us, inviting us everywhere and trying just to help us in any way. But I think it would be what we would want more if they actually like asked us uh, more about our experience because we don't want to overshare it when people don't want to hear it. But if they want to and they're scared, we would actually... We invite them, invited them to ask us whenever they want. And is there anything that you particularly would like to share about your experience or just like just for people to know just in general? I'm not sure that I have like this heartbreaking story because my region is not like uh, on the war zone. But still, I want to I would want to show people that it affects everybody. Like my brother, for example, he lost his job. He... Uh, just because the war started and they bombed one of his shops where he was working at. So, yeah, like showing this that um, it affects everybody's life is is my goal, I would say. And that was Sofia Scarpita speaking about her experience fleeing Odessa and the challenges she had to overcome to assimilate to a different culture and how it has affected her experience as a university student. Although our guests from this episode have found safety within Prague, for some, the certainty of a permanent place they can call home is still questionable, and for others, they are ready to accept and create new stories in the Czech Republic. 
Regardless of their adjustment, the war between Russia and Ukraine continues to persist. Within this episode of podcast, we plan to spread awareness about the real-life consequences of war and share the experiences of people it affects. Thank you for tuning in with us. Stephanie Corley and I'm Fiona McKenna and And this this was podcast. podcast.